Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. My name is Shegun and today I have here with me Usse Ebenezer. So what are you going to be talking to us about today, Ebenezer? Well, today we're going to be talking about how COVID-19 has affected swimming as a sport. So can you tell us something about swimming? Like, let's say I'm just hearing this word for the first time. What is swimming? Okay, so swimming is basically a sport where, <laughs> in the simplest term, you just move inside water. The way you move on land, just like fishes, yeah? And if one fact about swimming is where the sport came from. Well, while other sports may have um, evolved or the idea may have come about as a sport, swimming came as something that man needed to do to survive. In the sense that, um, let's say you are being pursued by a tiger and you know that you can't control the tiger. You just jump into the water and swim. Or you just want to eat fish. You jump into the water to get the fish. So swimming is something that man started, not necessarily as a sport, but as a means to survive in his environment. And subsequently, um, it moved from being a sport to something that was being a fun thing to do then before it was commercialized. And the fun fact is that um, the swimming googles that we use today, they, didn't, they couldn't get it then, so they used tortoiseshell as swimming googles. <laughs> that was nice. I think that's something Lady Gaga would do. <laughs> um, so, um, right now, we're in the pandemic right now, so how is, so what is swimming right now? Can I swim during the pandemic? Um, is it safe to swim during the pandemic? Okay, well, that has been an issue that has been bothering a lot of people. And as to whether to swim during the pandemic, we respect to their health and um, concerns about their health. So, well, you could swim during the pandemic, but you have to take necessary precautions. One, you have to ensure that the water you are swimming in is very chlorinated, like it's properly treated with these cleaning agents like chlorine, bromine. At least it will help a lot in preventing the spread of the virus but you also need to be very mindful because covid does not only really spread within the water or it can also spread outside the water take for instance um, the door handles the swimming deck the strings can be deposited there and if you're not um, careful or cautious enough you can get infected through it and i would like to give this statement by professor wang who sits on the who committee that's the world health organization and he says that you're unlikely to get covid in a pool except you're swimming um, in a very close proximity to the unaffected person. So yes, you could swim in during COVID period, but you actually need to be very, very cautious as to minimize so, social distance on land and yeah. on water. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it, basically. Okay, so um, what happened to the Olympic swimmers, the professional swimmers that we saw on television in the past years? What, how are they doing during COVID? Well, it has been a struggle for everyone. COVID has been a struggle for everyone, even the athletes. So the swimmers themselves, due to the COVID, there has not been excess demand for swimming as a sport, as a form of entertainment. So a lot of swimming teams have been temporarily disbanded, but they are really hopeful that they will bring them back together again after the pandemic has died down. That was one. And for the Olympics, take for instance, that was meant to happen last year, but it has been put forward. So most of these swimmers, the professional, professional ones, are just clinging to the hope that there is life, and they are really grateful for their health. And like a popular saying, where there is life, there is hope. So we're really hopeful and looking forward to when swimming can return mainstream and in full force. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So it seems like even the mermaids and mermen are also affected. <laughs> <laughs> so um, um, so what's, how, how, how do I start swimming after the pandemic? Because obviously it's not going to be here forever. How do I start swimming? Okay, so now you, re- you really need to take necessary precautions before you start swimming. Now. 
the danger after COVID may not be COVID. Now, the danger in swimming after COVID will be drowning. Now, there are some, a lot of statistics that you see online. You see like five, six, seven children drown daily. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 23%. Um, drowning rate is up 23%. So why is this happening? It's simply because people have not been in water for months. So they're just hitting the pool for the first time in months. And they just, they actually have forgotten how to swim. How fun, funny as it may sound. So now you are, after COVID, you want to go back to swimming. You, so you need to take necessary precautions. Number one, you need to perform the necessary warm-ups. You need to get your blood, you need to get your blood flowing through your veins properly. You need to get your heart rate up. Yeah, you need to do your cardios. You need to basically um, focus on building, um, pardon me, you need to focus on doing the necessary warm-ups before you hit the pool. And also, you, you also need to ensure Excuse me, you also need to ensure that you focus on quality of swimming rather than distance. So rather than swimming a long stretch, take time to swim a short stretch rather, and but increase the pace before you hit the long stretch so that you don't just go for and unnecessarily fatigue yourself. Because I mean, you are just hitting the pool for the first time. So when you get back to the pool, you can spend maybe 10, 20 minutes and just be performing basic strokes. Just remember guys, it's quality over distance. Let the quality of your swimming be more important than the length of stretch you swim. I know that you've been patiently waiting for this, but calm down. It's better for you to be alive than to drown. <laughs> you guys heard it here. So, um, what of the economics of swimming? How have things been as swimming as a business? How are companies, swimming companies, faring during the pandemic? Okay, so. Now, we've looked at swimming before COVID as, as early as our forefathers have looked at swimming during COVID. Now, after COVID, I see a lot of eco economic opportunities in the sense that looking um, online, you see a lot of statistics. You see in Australia that there are 2,000 vacant jobs for swimming teachers. Um, you see a lot of things like that. The um, employment opportunities has gone up for um, swimming instructors. So now, the economic opportunities that you can harness as an individual is if you are um, if you have enough capital, you could set up a swimming, a more or less, a, let's say a gym, okay, it's a pool more or less, because the demand for pools will be high, because yeah. a lot of people want to hit the pool, so you can reduce the strain by setting up your pool and you can make some extra money from that, and if you don't have the capital to build a pool and the necessary, fa necessary facilities, you can become a swimming instructor, I mean, you don't necessarily need to be don't necessarily need to be a graduate of swimming. You don't need to get certificates <laughs> for swimming, right? So as long as you can swim, just go to any some pool where they are professionally training people to swim and tell them that you can swim and they will be glad to take you in because there's actually high demand for swimmers. And also, what about people that don't have the capital to set up a swimming pool? What about people that do not even know how to swim? <laughs> Another important thing is that if you don't know how to do all those, if you don't know how to swim or you don't have the capital, you can also going to the gig economy. What do I mean by that? You could set up a platform where swimming instructors can meet people who want to swim. Yeah, yeah. Something like, let's well, say the Fiverr for swimming, <laughs> all right? So you set up a platform where people like, let's say me, I want to swim, but the everywhere around me is crowded and all instructors are booked. So what do I do? I just go on the platform, on the app, and I look for people, and they'll be there with the rates they're willing to charge me. So that's another idea for those who can't swim or don't have the capital. Just build an app that can connect people who can swim to people who want to learn how to swim. Yeah, so that's entrepreneurs. I hope you're writing this down. I hope you're writing this down. This is real advice. So, Ebenezer, can you tell us some fun facts about swimming? 
All right. So now you, you see there are a lot of benefits from swimming and that are very, very subtle that people don't even know. Take for instance, do you know that swimming burns 30% more calories than running in an hour? So that should tell those runners that you should put your boots to rest sometimes and pick up your trunks. So swimming also burns 40% more calories than biking. That's something very, very impressive. Um, it strengthens your heart and your lungs too. And it, for those who are struggling with asthma, swimming could actually lower and improve exercise um, induced heart asthma. And for those long days where everything seems to be going down and going wrong, where you're struggling with stress, and maybe even in extreme cases, depression, swimming actually helps to lower stress and depression. Uh, and for the people who are really interested in their skin glowing, swimming actually detoxifies the skin and promotes new cell growth. So you don't necessarily need to focus on exfoliation all the time. Just get into the water and it will do the job for you. <laughs> Ladies, can you hear? Can you hear? You have some beauty tips from our exactly. exactly. So those are really, really interesting things and that you should know that will motivate you to jump into the water. Another fun fact is that if you want to learn how to swim without getting an instructor or any other thing, just very, very simple. Do the way our forefathers did. Go and annoy a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I know a tiger, but be close to a, a river that you know that you can swim. It's inborn. <laughs> we had to check for the water first, though, before the tiger comes and eats it. So, Ebiza, thank you very much for joining us today. Um, thank you. Thank you so much, everyone.